Hey, everybody. Welcome to the We're Born for This podcast with Father John Ricardo and Mary Gilfoyle. We are missionaries in Acts 29. We're, this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. I'm here with my exhausted sister in mission. We just got back from Columbus, Ohio. How are you? Father John, look at me. What is this? What does my face tell you? Excitement and joy. I still have joy. Yeah. I, I don't think, um, I don't know about you, Father John, but my feet haven't hit the ground still from what we witnessed God do uh, last weekend in Columbus, Ohio. And that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah. So given that, what is our, uh, what's the title of this episode? Yeah. Today's title is A Movement Begins. Ooh, a Movement Begins. Here we and go. So, uh, so let's pray. Let's just ask the Lord's blessing on our conversation right now and uh Maybe in a special way just to put some, maybe sow encouragement and hope into those who are listening and uh, and maybe plant some seeds as well for those who might be invited to partner with us uh, in the future, huh? Wouldn't that be glorious? Let's, let's so let's pray. pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, Father, the King David says in the Psalms, what can we possibly give back to you for all the blessings that you have poured out upon us. And he goes on to answer that he will lift high the cup of salvation and call in the name of the Lord. So with the Feast of Corpus Christi, uh, just in the distant rearview mirror where we lifted high the chalice of salvation and received the amazing gift of your son's body and blood, we give you thanks for all your blessings and gifts. We thank you especially for the, the time that we were able to spend with our brothers and sisters in Columbus uh, our extraordinary friends uh, and partners on mission. Lord, we just uh, we pray that you would continue to give to us hope, courage, and confidence as we walk in these days that you've chosen for us to live in. Help us to know that your mercies are new every single day and that there is so much more that you wish to pour out on us and that you wish to do in and through us in this world which is so hungry for you, even if it doesn't know it. So we ask your blessing on our conversation right now, and we ask it all in Jesus' most holy name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So Mary, we should probably say a little bit, if anybody's just happening to tune in for the first time, um, where we were on Saturday. So where were we? We, with, we were with the beautiful people um, in Columbus, Ohio, we spent the day uh, at the Celeste Center, Father John, with I think close to 2,500 people who came together for our very first rescue revival. And that was the signage out in front of the center. I don't know if you saw that, Father John. I did. Somebody sent me a picture. I know. I love that. Yeah, you, you just love revival. Nick and I were just high-fiving. I said, this is what we've been waiting for for such a long, long time. So we gathered with like 2,500 folks. It was... Um, Beautiful. It was clergy. It was it was sisters. It was the lay faithful. Gosh, where do we even begin to unpack this for our friends? Yeah, I'm still trying to get over the fact that you said we were with the beautiful people or the the people in beautiful Columbus, Ohio, because uh, it just it, it's it's striking to me. I feel so at home in in a city which, as a University of Michigan graduate, I, I grew up <laughs> thinking these people are like the dark side and. Uh, we have so many friends there, yes, and we uh, do. I, I just can't say enough about uh, the good folks in Ohio and especially in the diocese there. We had, we had a tremendous opportunity to meet the new bishop, Bishop Earl Fernandez, who's 
just a remarkable man. Talk about a dynamo, huh? He's, he's 49 years old. I, I went up, you know, so we, we had an all-day event, right? So it went from 8 o'clock in the morning. I think we got done at 7, 7 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. or in the evening. Uh, able to celebrate the Vigil Mass for Corpus Christi. The bishop presided, uh, and I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to preach. So I think we had like five talks, right, that I that we gave. Uh, and then uh, I went forward, you know, I asked the bishop before Mass if it, if he would be okay if I just came, went forward and, and received a blessing from him. He said, sure. And, uh, you know, so oftentimes you, you get a blessing from the bishop and it's perfunctory. Mm-hmm. I went forward for the blessing. You said you, you guys were talking at the tables, right? Like, what's going on there? T- tell them about it, and then I'm going to weigh in on that. So, you know, I went forward, asked for his blessing. He put his hand on my head, and as soon as he put his hand on my head, I just felt like heat, like, flow through my body. And he didn't give a perfunctory blessing. He prayed and uh, I won't say all that he prayed, but holy cow, what a powerful prayer from this man. And I, I'm just, for, for those of you who are in Columbus or nearby, holy cow, you have been given a remarkable gift in this man who's your new shepherd. Indeed, I am yeah. eager to see uh, what, what he, how God uses him uh, to just continue the great work that's been going on for some time. But it, I, I think something happened on Saturday uh, which was uh, like gasoline thrown onto a, an already pretty good-sized burning fire. fire. Diocese. So to that point, I was talking with Father Dave Sizemore, who we just can't honor enough for his partnership and his presence yesterday. Um, but I was talking to Father Dave, and I said, you know, the, the pilot light in Columbus has already been lit. Yeah. But it's like the flame has just been heightened. And to that point, you know, the great gift that um, that Bishop Fernandez is uh, now to uh, the diocese, um, I watched him uh, bless you, and I knew something mighty was happening there. I thought, this is not an ordinary blessing. Something was happening there. And I just wanted to, I just want to comment, Father John, on something that I think we all noticed. First of all, uh, the good people of Columbus who were there for the revival jumped to their feet and applauded him. They just are so grateful. Uh, I I know he felt that love. But there's something incredibly remarkable about this bishop. Uh, His smile, his smile, it's almost like this playful, childlike joyfulness that just comes from him. We were with him Friday night for a special event uh, the night before. And then just to watch the joy come from him, it's contagious. Yeah, I saw That's him at so one rare. point it, during the mass, he, he started to smile kind of early on. And I thought, did somebody do something that was kind of comical? And then I realized, <laughs> no, he's just smiling the whole mass. I mean, it was really spectacular just to watch. It was a beautiful witness of of uh, just a joyful, in a very appropriate, reverent way oh, of celebrating the mass, you know? It was remarkable. You know, I don't know about you. I, I was thinking, like, so what do we really want to share with people? Um, because our, quite honestly... I'm exhausted, and I think you probably are too. So we drove down to Columbus Friday afternoon, uh, had a little event Friday evening with some of the the great people who made this possible. And then Saturday uh, was just like an all-day revival, with you, just, like, just like you said. You preached your heart out, and your voice still sounds a little raspy. Yeah, it's, it's a little sore. So, God um, love you. But but I think we're all tired and but I, I you know two things are in my mind anyway one maybe three things one is a, a huge thank you to to people who who knew this was happening who listened to this podcast who've been praying I mean let me tell you your prayers were answered um, God's grace uh, in in the Ohio Expo Center at the Celeste Center was just 
so palpable. Mm-hmm. Like from the moment you walked in, mm-hmm. it was so palpable. So for those of you who've been covering this in prayer, who weren't able to come, uh, I just want to personally thank you. I think we do as uh, as Acts 29. The, the, the second thing is just to say, um, uh, for those of you who are... Um, who are hungry for something like this to come to your place, we want to hear from you. Like, we, we really do think a movement began on, on Saturday. Without a doubt. Um, you know, we, we've been talking about doing one, maybe two of these a year. I think after this weekend, we're thinking, I don't know how we can get away with only doing a couple of these a year. I, I think this, we, I have no idea what God's doing, quite honestly. None of us really do. Um, but we, we could see ourselves doing this much more frequently. Um so we, we really do want to hear from you, if, 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 especially if you're, you know, in a, in a position where you have an opportunity to, you know, speak uh, to a bishop or to uh, some um, significant strategic partners in a diocese, and we can, we can gather, you know, thousands of people together. You know, I, th- I think at least 2,000 people, and I can see this being much bigger than that. Uh, we want to hear from you because we... we th- People are hungry for the gospel, right? And, and that's the third thing, and I know you're dying to talk. So let me just say this third thing, and then I'll let you uh, go ahead and go. But the the um, the third thing is just maybe an encouragement, especially to my brother priests. There were some priests there on Saturday, which was great, and some sisters too, but most of these people, you know, I think we had roughly 2,500 were lay people. They are, this is a word to my to my brothers, right? And I know this as a pastor, it's so easy to be, you know, just kind of dragged down by the 10% of people in a parish who, who oftentimes like get our attention uh, because they're complaining about one thing or another, which is common in every organization, right? But people are so hungry right now for leadership, for inspiration, for the gospel. I mean, there is a, it's almost like there's this huge army that's just waiting to get mobilized to go out and to share the gospel. And um, man, if I needed to be reminded of that, uh, I, I certainly was reminded of that over the weekend. You, you alluded to, we, uh, you know, when we do these uh, missions and retreats, whether it's like we did yesterday or it's when we're with priests, we share a lot of the patristic quotes, you know, the quotes from the early church fathers about what Jesus was doing in his passion. And I think I, I might have shared three or four quotes. And after like every one, people were just applauding like crazy. I mean, for the for Jesus, right? I mean, uh, gosh, Father John, uh, at one point you had said, um, we need this kind of preaching. Yeah, not my kind of preaching, and, and, the and fathers. People, and people applauded that. And I, I looked over to our team and I said, Melito of Sardis just got applauded. He got a standing ovation. <laughs> I wanted to say, I'm sure he's looking down from heaven going, I thought that was a pretty good homily. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right? So, so, so that was just in, in, incredible. And, and to your point, um, people are hungry. And so as you saw people pour into the Celeste Center, uh, Father John, um, we were bowled over um, with... Um, remarkable hospitality, people in yellow shirts, volunteers. Mm. That's what mission mobilization looks like. It was an army of people who came together to make this happen. Why? Because they recognize that we're hungry and we want more. And they want to be able, I said to our team uh, late last night, 2,500 people heard the gospel of Jesus Christ 
And those 2,500 people are going to go out and to pour into others. And that's how we get God's world back. Amen. Right? And, it, you know, there were so many things about yesterday that were so incredibly remarkable. But one of the things I want to speak to is just, just the power of um, Eucharistic adoration. When mm. we all drop to our knees and Jesus was processed throughout the center and, and to watch um, even our security uh, the wonderful state. I, I don't know if they were troopers or if they were yeah, police officers or what the security troopers. was. And, and, and some of them weren't Catholic, but I was talking to our brother, Dave Orsborne, and he was talking about a conversation he had been having with them, just explaining that to them, you know, what happens in Eucharistic adoration. And as Jesus processed through, they took off their hats yeah, that was beautiful. to worship, I yeah. mean, to honor in a way that they could. And we could see on the screens, like where Jesus was moving throughout and, and so many times I just had to hold back tears because I knew I was I was being undone in the moment yeah. and there was still more to happen. I wanted to hold myself together, but it was just just incredible. It was also Amazing. an opportune time to give the Ohio State Troopers my license plate number because I have a Michigan plate and just say, hey, if, if I'm going through it like three <laughs> miles, a little bit above the speed limit, can you guys just be kind of lenient yeah. with me? Speaking uh, speaking of speaking of you know cars and traffic and all of that, some of the guys were showing me yesterday they're already looking at personalized license plates in Ohio for the rescue project, wow. and they're trying to figure out like you know like what's available. Um, you know, there's so many people to thank, and certainly St. Gabriel Radio and that incredible team. I was telling some of them yesterday, y'all uh, aren't just partners. You guys are family. Yeah, these, these are like forever friendships. Uh, these are brothers and sisters in the Lord. And uh, this it was really a taste of heaven. But thinking about those people that helped make yesterday so incredibly mighty and powerful and anointed, um, I just want to give a shout out to Damascus Worship Father John. Yeah, they were fantastic. They were they? incredible yeah. young, young men and women um, who knew how to give glory to King Jesus. Yeah. That yeah. was just incredible. Yeah, the, the, Very you know, gifted guys. I, I don't know how, I don't know if this makes sense to people listening. It, it, you know, we, we're just kind of effusive in praise and, and gratitude to, to the Lord and to our brothers and sisters. So, uh, you know, it's a, this is, the intent of this is simply to give, uh, first of all, thanks and praise to God for what he did on Saturday. Yes. Because, uh, you know, uh, like Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused the growth. And Absolutely. So we, we, we hope we either planted some seeds on Saturday or we watered some seeds, but God's going to cause the growth. And um, so huge thanks to those of you who've prayed. Huge thank you to the, the whole Diocese of Columbus uh, and to those who helped make this event possible, all those volunteers that you mentioned, um, the great people at St. Gabriel, Damascus Worship, Father Dave Sizemore, um, Bishop Earl Fernandez, uh, all, all the many people who were involved in just putting the day together. Huge thanks to those of you who've just been covering us in prayer. Like, th this doesn't happen without prayer support, right? And then um, and then a huge thanks to those of you who who even now are getting, like, you know, maybe provoked by the Holy Spirit to go, well, I want that to come to where I am. That's right. You know, and, and we're just saying, again, we, we want to bring this everywhere we can, but we want to do it on a scale. Yeah. We want to do it on a large enough scale where we can make a, a, like a greater impact. That's yeah. always been our, 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 our idea, right? Is right. Seismic impact. Yeah, as deep an impact yeah. as we can so that, because when we do these Rescue Project Lives, it's, it's got three goals, right? To overwhelm people with the gospel, um, to move them to surrender, 
and then to mobilize them for mission. So it's not enough to be overwhelmed. It's not enough to be overwhelmed and surrender. We need to get mobilized for mission. And, and I think the way the Lord has, and it's him, right? He's, he's led us to speak about the mission. And what are we supposed to be doing right now if we've had an encounter and we've surrendered to Jesus with our lives? And I think oftentimes as Catholics or as Christians, perhaps in general, um, we just don't know what I'm supposed to be doing other than like trying to grow in our relationship with the Lord and, and to grow in virtue. But there's so much work to do. And the Lord's led us to talk about that in a way that that people really resonate with. You know, it's not because we're really creative. It's because God's given us a way to talk about it. And we're eager to share it yeah. with people because um, again and again, we just want to keep saying the world is hungry for the Lord, even if they don't, don't know, know it. it. They're hungry for the God and for the gospel because nobody can fix the problems that we're in except God. And so we want to we want to keep bringing this everywhere we where we go. In fact, I told you you, you got a big kick out of this. I know um, I, I had the good fortune when I was a teenager to meet Billy Graham. He happened to be staying in the condominium where my parents and I were staying. And um, so the the morning began on Saturday, and um, you watch a lot of Billy Graham crusades, I know, and you love Billy Graham. And I remember uh, the impression he made on me when I was a young man. And so I I just lifted up a quick prayer to. To Billy Graham, I'm like, okay, like, I don't know if you remember me or not, but uh, I sure as heck remember you. And so if you're able to throw a prayer my way, I'd be really grateful because we want to, we want to kind of continue the work that, that we saw you do that, uh, that inspired, you know, millions of people. And we haven't inspired millions of people by any means, but we've been able to inspire thousands anyway. So I'm speechless. Um, I wish I had. I was writing a, uh, responding to an email from a, a sister in Christ in San Diego, California, who prayed for us, and I thanked her uh, over the weekend for her prayers. We got back from um, Columbus, and I said, I wish I had the words to explain to you what we witnessed. But it, it, it is clearly a God movement, and the it is Jesus, right, Amen. Father John? And I thanked um, Billy Graham uh, in my prayer that night at the end of the night. I just said, thank you for your intercession. Um, what we're doing might look a little bit different, but, but, but it is a revival that's sweeping across the country. And, and I said to a set of folks yesterday, too, we're walking out of this arena with hope. It's so easy to get discouraged. Um, But um, just as the disciples turned the world upside down, uh, we read about that in the Acts of the Apostles, because we have clarity on the mission, because we have clarity on the mission of Jesus and the mission of the church, we're being equipped for the work of ministry to go out and tell everyone that, as you said, Father John, uh, the key to all of this is relationship, friendship with Jesus, and to bring others into that relationship, and not just to stop there, but to transform the world around us, because the world is good, and it's beautiful, and there's so much for all of us to do, and we were unpacking some of this in the car, uh, our team was, as we were heading over to Father Sizemore's last uh, last night, and with as phenomenal as it was to see 2,500 folks gathered to hear the gospel proclaimed and to get lit, to go out and and to bring people to him, it's a drop 
in the bucket. Oh, yeah. And so we want to go wherever the Lord is inviting us to go. So please join us uh, as we ask the God, uh, as we ask the Lord uh, to make it clear where he's inviting us to amen. come and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, amen. We're looking for partners. We're looking for partners to pray for us. We're looking for partners to do mission with us. We're looking for partners to help support us. We're growing, and, and God's looking uh, to make this much bigger, I know, because his plan is much bigger than our plan, any of our plans. He wants all of his children back, and there are a lot of rebels to win right now. Amen. And um, so if uh, if you think the Lord's inviting you to partner with us, we would love to hear from you, right? Amen. And take care of your voice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do my best, okay? So in the meantime, do not be afraid. God, the creator of heaven and earth, is with you. And you were born for this.